Welcome to the Business with Bordeaux podcast, where we're bringing basic business tips to entrepreneurs and the future leaders of tomorrow. Let's get down to business. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Business with Bordeaux podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show this week. And we have a great interview this week. Uh, I have with me this go-round, Miss Risha Chesterfield. She actually works full-time with RMG, the uh, the record label. So she's on the, the, the management team and the marketing team. And so we talk a lot about that, which is very helpful for anybody out there trying to get anything up going. We talk a little bit about email marketing and all sorts of stuff. So uh, make sure you stay tuned into the whole episode to get all the goodies that she brings to the table. And, uh, and I got to say, I have a whole nother appreciation for RMG after this interview. And hopefully you'll see why as well when, you, uh, when we get to the end of it. But before we jump into it, though, I do want to thank the patrons for the show. Mr. Aaron Simpkins over at TrueStrengthApparel.com. Make sure you head over there and check out what he's got going on. He's working on some new stuff. Uh, he, he showed me a pair of shoes that I would love to get my hands on, but uh, he doesn't have it quite available yet. But um, make sure you check it out and, and hit him up on Instagram, True Strength Apparel, and let him know uh, what you think about what he's got going on. And also, uh, Mr. LT Smith. Uh, LT has got some great music out there, and he, uh, he he supports the show faithfully, and it's been a little while now, and so I appreciate that. I want you to go check out his uh, latest music video. Uh, it, the link for that will be in the description below of the show. Well, it's not really below the show. But it's in the show description. I hope you get what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to go ahead and jump into the interview without further ado with Risha Chesterfield from RMG. Alrighty, welcome back to another interview here on the Business with Bordeaux podcast. This week, I have with me somebody I've just been introduced to uh, via Twitter. However, uh, you may not know her, but I know you've heard of RMG. I've talked with Doc Watson here on the show. She's actually a co-label manager with Doc Watson at RMG. Uh, she handles marketing with a main focus in digital marketing of all the rollouts. And she has been uh, working with RMG full time. And I want to introduce my guest for this week, Miss Risha Chesterfield. How you doing? Hey, I'm great. How are you doing, Jason? I'm doing well, well. Uh, thank good, you so much good. for doing the interview. And uh, it's always good to get some people from behind the scenes. And, yeah. Uh, that, yeah. That's one thing I love doing so people can, because, can, you know, usually, especially in music, you know, you get to know the artist really well. Mm-hmm. And uh, But without the folks behind the scenes working the controls and everything, none of that's really possible. Right. A lot of those artists would look, um, <laughs> no, they would still look great. But at the same time, it would be, it definitely would be a lot different um, if it weren't for us in the background. That's true. Uh, yeah. That's very yeah. true. And, uh, and you work, uh, you work with RMG Amplify as well. And so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll yeah. talk about all of that stuff. Uh, before we get into all this, you know, the business stuff and, uh, you know, all the, the technical stuff, I just want people to get to know you just a little bit. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you can share your testimony and maybe how you got into doing uh, just anything business in general. Yeah. So, um, oh, where should we start? Um, so I've always been into music, always. Um, I can remember um, my first albums, um, well, CDs, I guess I should say. Um, cassettes, I remember those. Um, so, um, so yeah, just remembering like music was always a part of my life. I was the only child, and so um, usually most of the time um, 
Uh, well, not an only child. I have a brother, but he's my dad's son. So, and he's also eight years younger than me. So, um, so um, a lot of times was spent with just myself. Right. Um, so, um, in that time, I would just dive into music, dive into it, dive into it. I remember when I first got iTunes. I, I remember when I first got an iPod. I remember all that. And so, I've always been drawn to music. Um, started off uh, uh, going to college. Uh, for computer engineering, and then something just tugged at me um, after my freshman year because I failed a couple classes. <laughs> so after my freshman year, I was like, oh, I don't know if this is what I'm supposed to do. Um, so uh, the Lord led me to um, coming back home, and the school uh, at, in my hometown specializes in uh, recording engineering uh, and uh, music business and things of that sort. So, um, so yeah, so just kind of stepped into that lane, not really knowing what I was doing at all. I just knew I loved music and I wanted to be around it and be a part of it. So, um, got into, uh, the recording, uh, production program and learned how to use, uh, DAWs and pro tools and microphones and setups and teardowns and miking drums and all that kind of stuff. Uh, learn how to do that. Graduated with a degree, uh, in 2012. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, I knew I, I still knew I wanted to be in the music industry. Graduated and uh, ended up working uh, first off at a dry cleaners, and then uh, move. And then <laughs> it doesn't always off. start off the way we envision it, right? <laughs> oh yeah, not at all. I was like, this is this is what I get after I get this piece of paper that costs a lot of money. Um, right, I end up right. at a dry cleaners, um, and then the Lord moved me to um, Discovery. Um, so like the channel, uh, Discovery Channel, but I was in the education portion. Um, and so, um, which had nothing to do with music or production. Like it was cool to be, to say that I worked for discovery, but I had nothing to do that? with the TV show. Uh, how did I get into that? Um, yeah. and there's an office here in Nashville, um, or there was an office here in Nashville. Uh, and it was just basically the, um, it was a remote office for the, uh, customer service portion and a few other departments of their education. So I had a friend that I went to church with, and I was like, hey, I really need a job, and I need some money. And so he was like, hey, come interview. <laughs> and so uh, right. it worked out worked out pretty well. So did customer service okay. for a couple of years. But it was really cool because they worked with the school schedule. So I had worked 10 months and was off two um, in the summertime. So during that two-month period um, time of life, um, I had previously I had gotten into Christian hip hop in my early college years. Lecrae, of course, was the first that I heard, uh, and um, just started diving into it more and more because I love hip hop, but I didn't like the message. But here's this Christian hip hop thing, and I was like, yes, praise the Lord. Um, right. So uh, where those two meet is, um, um, I had done some research on just like hearing artists. Hear, I, I listened to a lot, and so. I was like, okay, cool. You know, this seems like a cool industry. Maybe there happens to be somebody that's close to Nashville. So um, sitting in a coffee shop during that two months um, that I was off work, um, sitting in a coffee shop, and I just remember the Lord just being like, just look, look and ask, look and ask. So I started looking and asking, <laughs> like, um, okay, so cool. You know, who are you a part of? Um, one person that I remember seeing, like, I knew, like, Alex Medina, Gavi, I was looking up all the producers because I still kind of wanted to be in that side of the lane. Um, but then... How, how are you looking them up? Say it again. 
How how are you looking them up and finding them? Uh, Twitter, and uh, Twitter, Twitter, yeah, Twitter. <laughs> At that time, Instagram. Uh, I think that was like the early days of Instagram, so um, it wasn't like it is now. Um, so Twitter was very much of like, you know, everybody's on there. Um, you can pretty much talk to anybody. So, um, so yeah, just researching um, Reach Records, and um, that led me to Derek um, and. Derek Minor and that tie of, uh, you know, okay, he's at Reach Records, but he also has his own label, um, Reflection Music Group. And I had heard Cannon. Um, I remember the first time I heard him and listened through his album, I was at my desk at work and I was like, I love this. Um, and so I, I tied those two together. And so then I started researching Reflection Music Group and trying to learn about it and saw that they were based in Nashville. And so one day I just um, DM'd the company, um, the company's Twitter and said, um, so, um, I'm interested in what you guys do. Um, love the videos. I'm interested on who does those. So that was the question that I asked first. And, um, I didn't know, Oh, I lost a headphone. Just a second. <laughs> <laughs> you're good. You're good. Technical difficulties. Technical it's all right. It happens. Um, so, so yeah, so Connected, um, I didn't know that it was Doc at that time, Doc Watson, um, replying back to me. But he was like, yeah, you know, here's the list of the people that do our um, videos. Um, reach out to them this way. And then, like, probably the next day, I was like, okay, that's great. Um, so are you guys looking for any help or anything? And Doc replied back. He was like, yeah, we have a show coming up in August. And this was April of 2014. Um, and he said, we have a show coming up in August, come out and connect then. Um, and then a little bit later, I got a message back from um, the RMG account saying, um, hey, just checked out your profile, um, saw that you're a photographer, like, let's get lunch, I'm Doc, and email me here. And so that email turned into um, me going to B. Cooper's um, 1994 video shoot. It's the first time I okay. had anything to do with RMG and, and the music process, and I was just wowed. Um, so, uh, so yeah, went to that video shoot, sat down with Doc, and we just kind of talked it out and just started talking on, okay, where are you at in life? What are you wanting to do? And so um, at the end of that conversation, he was like, well, just, you know, you get plugged in. Like, I'm just going to let you, right now we need help with show promotion, and um, can you make sure the shows are on our website and that's where I started out um, it was an internship it was um, a paid internship but not a lot of money at all <laughs> but, uh, but, um, but I was I was just at the at that time period I was like I, this is this seems like my way in so I took it um, and like I said that was four years ago and now here I am full-time doing what I do so I do want to say this uh, I really admire one I gotta say doc I just hear from everybody that Doc is just an amazing guy. Incredible. Uh, Incredible. I mean, you know, I interviewed him myself, and he was a, a real genuine guy on and off the mic. Uh, but to offer you a somewhat paid internship is rare in general. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, one, it's actually illegal to not have a paid intern or to have an unpaid internship. <laughs> uh, it's against the law. But a lot of people do it uh, just because people want that experience, and I understand that. Right, right. Um, and, uh, and, so it's really yeah, cool for, and also, too, like I was yeah. out of college, so couldn't be for college credit. It was just to come around. So, um, right. yeah, yeah. So 
but yes, uh, Doc is incredible. Um, definitely a mentor, but def- but de- also definitely a brother to me now. Um, he is, I mean, he's just opened so many doors for so many people, not just myself, um, but for so many people. And that's what I love about Reflection Music Group as a whole is we're trying to open doors for everybody um, as we're opening doors too. Like, just come on with us. Like, just just come along with us. So, right. And, uh, and that's kind of what RMG Amplify is, is kind of focused on, right? Being able to open some more doors for people. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. so in terms of RMG uh, Amplify, uh, you, you told me uh, at the very beginning or, or actually before the interview that you handle marketing. So what kind of marketing uh, are you doing for RMG or RMG Amplify? Like, what, What's the process, would you say, uh, is involved in your job? Yeah, so um, with the RMG squad um the guy signed to the label um our main goal is of course to to get the music to the masses um, that's our goal with everybody but um with rmg signed artists um there are um main focus um so um not saying that the other guys are not but um just as in like we are from start to finish, we're going to build out their plan. We're going to make sure it um, executed well. Um, and um, I pretty much have a say so in everybody's marketing. So um, if pretty much if I see it going, pretty much it's, Risha, what, what would you like to do? Um, <laughs> but also, too, it is, hey, Cannon, hey, Derek, what do you see um, with uh, – you know, what do you see with the song? Like, what would you like to see happen? So we come together, we build off ideas off each other, um, and then um, I take it and run with it. And execution um, between um, me, Doc, and the team, um, we just make it happen. Uh, so, um, so yeah, it's kind of grown over the years. Of, you know, I was new at first, and so it was, you know, letting go of some of those reins, and also, too, with the small company growing, um, you know, learning to who does what well, um, you know, what piece makes sense, where do you uh, excel, um, learning those things about each of us um, and about myself um, and seeing, okay, you know, um, I'm pretty good at the execution part. So um, y'all can bring me all the ideas and I will make it happen somehow. <laughs> the Lord, he comes in, in a lot of these things. But um, so, yeah, so that's RMG side amplifier. Um, more so of still being pretty heavy, heavily involved in the marketing. Um, it's just more so of uh, uh, a little bit more on the artists to bring some things to us. So um, um, we can we can still help execute if there's things, pieces that we need to bring in, but it's really just kind of catered a little bit more to what the artist wants to do um, and a little less on what I or the team would, would like to do. We're more so of like the, okay, great, you have an idea, you have music, you brought this all to us. How can we take you to the next level? Um, so, um, so yeah, that, that would be the, I guess, the deciding, uh, the differences between between the two, but still still pretty heavily involved in what uh, what Amplify artists have going on. Um, it just, just looks a, a little bit different. It's like, you know, bring it all to us and then we'll, you know, take it up a notch. 
gotcha gotcha mm-hmm. uh i know you know again we we kind of doc and i briefly talked about that a little bit and uh I, what i would love to get from you is could you uh kind of walk through uh the last album release from rmg uh in terms of marketing structures i think that's one thing that people really need to help on mm-hmm. with any type of rollout but um i can't remember who was the last one to release something was it Derek minor one of his eps I think Diraj came oh, after Diraj him. Ashburn. I'm going to use him because that's the one that I, okay. that probably will be the better example um, for what you're so, asking so, for. So so is the music made first and then you, you plan the rollout? Yes. So most of the time the music is about 80% complete when it's when it comes my way. Um, there may be a few songs that we're tweaking here and there, but, um, it is good to have like a, um, you want to have a good base skeleton going on. Like, you know, I can't market what I, no concept, like (laughs) that's not going to help. That's not going to help anybody. Um, so, um, so yeah, so, um, basically from the beginning, the music comes in around 80% done and usually the artist has somewhat of an idea of what direction they're wanting to go. Not usually, uh, 99% of the time they have a direction of what, where they want to go with it. Um, and so, uh, with, with goodish, um, Diraj actually just brought a lot of those ideas to the table. He knew what he wanted to do with his Instagram. He knew what he wanted to do with, um, the visuals all around. Um, it was just more so of, of, um, what's the budget and also how can we, you know, execute this to the fullest. So, um, so yeah, so, uh, we sit down, we have a meeting, um, with the team and, um, just start executing timeline and, um, and pulling together ideas, but also to talking about our goals for the project too. I feel like, um, a lot of times it's easy to say you want to put out music to put out music. Um, but you know, what is your goal, um, that you want to do with this and get 2 million streams on Spotify should not necessarily be everybody's goal. Um, because that everybody's not going to achieve that. But then also to, um, I would say you would want to let some things, one, I would say you would let, want to let some things be a surprise, but then also, too, um, there's a way to, um, you want to focus broad, um, and what I mean by that is like, okay, well, how can we reach the masses with the music? So, um, yes, Spotify is great, but Spotify is not the only place that people listen to music, so... Um, what are you doing on different platforms? What are you doing with Apple music? What are you doing on YouTube? What are you doing on Shazam? Um, that's one place that a lot of people don't talk about. Um, you know, what are, what are you doing, um, with these different platforms to reach those people? Cause pretty much, I mean, it's 2018. There's not really anything that's like crazy new. So where I go to music, I'm typical, typically a Spotify person, um, but pretty much everybody has their lane of where they're going to go at this point. Um, unless, you know, also an Apple music is like, it's free and everything's free and no ads and it's free. Then people aren't really going to move from where they're going to. So how are we going to cater to each, um, platform is, is pretty important. Um, and so, um, yeah, so we built out our plan. Um, 
Um, and and then, you know, after that, after the meeting, it's just more so of, okay, let's start putting these pieces together. So let's photo shoot, video shoot, um, let's artwork, um, you know, and having timelines for those things and deadlines, I guess I should say, for those things. Um, because uh, I think that's one thing, too, that is super important is deadlines. And I would say that even for the independent artists, like set deadlines for yourself. Um, and if you're not good at keeping those deadlines, find a friend that's good at keeping deadlines and right. um, have them keep you accountable. Because it's so easy just to let the stuff or let stuff just be like, OK, I'm just going to when I get to it or I think that's probably one of the biggest things or one of the biggest things that I do. Um, is is not even really the marketing. It's just more of can you hold me accountable to when this stuff needs to be turned in. So, um, so yeah. So um, we get the pieces and then we just pull them together into okay, this is how we're gonna roll this, start rolling this out. And um, we had like a promo video that we did first, and then that promo started rolled into more graphics um, that we rolled out through his Instagram, and um, and then that led to hold you down, which. Um, was his biggest single to date, to date. Um, and um, we uh, we pushed that as hard as we could, <laughs> as hard as we could. And so, um, which which is turned out to be a really 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 fun single, um, but then also to um, open some doors uh, for some things to happen. So um, so yeah, well we rode that wave, and then you know then it was time for uh, the album and. You know, when that dropped, it did pretty well. Still doing really well. Um, and um, and yeah, you just kind of you you also too once the album's out, um, assess. I would say, um, you know, watch what people are doing, watch how people are taking it in, uh, and cater to that. Um, you know, are they really rocking with this one single? Okay, cool. Like, what should we do around that? Um, uh, which which one are they are they rocking with? Which one you know makes sense to put on our our GM uh, workout playlist? You know, we everything is is I I try to make sure that everything is uh, well not everything but probably about eighty percent of it is calculated. Twenty percent is probably on the wave of what are the people going to do with it. Um, right. And so uh, uh, I would say in your plans as independent artists like leave room for that too. Um, and then lastly, I'll say, um, make sure to be open to the people, um, engage with the people. Um, it is 2018. It is very easy to comment and say thank you to people. (laughs) So, uh, you know, these are the people that are buying your albums. And so, um, the, um, the artists do a really good job at that. at just making sure to, you know, shout out and, um, and, and let people know, you know, thank you. Um, it goes a long way. Uh, and, and we find little ways to do that, different ways to do that, especially, you know, when we hit major milestones, it's not just a major milestone for us, it's a major milestone for everybody. So, um, you know, when Hold You Down hit a million, that was huge because that was Daraj's first million on Spotify. Um, and so it wasn't just for, it wasn't just for him. It wasn't just for me. It was for all of us together because it was all a team effort. But then also too, we weren't sitting there listening a million times. (laughs) It was everybody collectively. So, um, so yeah, right. I would say, um, you know, and then, uh, you, you, you find the phase where it's like, okay, this project is done and we move on to the next. So, so yeah, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. <laughs> 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 that is a nutshell. I feel like that was a little bit long, but 
Nah, that's good. Uh, curious, how much would you say, uh, like percentage-wise, roughly, does the marketing budget go toward? Um, so you're saying like, how I mean, much? like for like, like Facebook ads or or uh, other ways that y'all kind of because do you have just like a marketing budget that you put in place? Um, it depends. Um, it depends on a few factors. Um. And I mean, there's always a budget, of course, there's always that. But, um, you know, as far as like how much is dependent on past um, past things, but then also to what are our goals um, for for this single um, or for this album. So, um, yes, a pretty big chunk of it does go to social media um, campaigning um, things. I mean, you have to think of things as far as like video, um, graphic design, um, I would say that creating the creative assets to come along with it are a pretty big chunk too. Um, because, um, you know, videos, um, it's a, it's a video world. Like everybody is on YouTube, everybody's on Instagram, everybody's trying to watch something. So, uh, you know, right. can we create that content? Um, and, and, um, and yeah, so I would say the creative content piece is a pretty big pretty big one too um outside of the creation of the music itself because of course that that's definitely the biggest part of the budget but um i would say the creative um the creative assets are probably second behind that most of the time gotcha gotcha so as far as um uh, other forms of marketing that you do you told me before that you're in charge of the email marketing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so what would you say uh, is kind of good overall strategy for email marketing? Because um, I know, like for a, a while there, like email open rates had really, really dropped, mm-hmm. and so with everybody having all these different email uh, subscriptions or whatever, right. uh, what would you say is smart to do when it comes to emails um, and, and to get it to actually reach people uh, for them to open it? Yeah, um, that's something we're still working on. <laughs> Um, (laughs) and it's always, I mean, all this is, is, it was, you know, we're working constantly, but, um, yeah, I would say the biggest or something that, that would probably, probably help just in general, um, is to talk to your fans like they're people. Um, and that's within your marketing, wherever you're coming from. So, um, I know for me personally that I, open emails that are addressed to me. Um, but then also to give me value, um, in some sort of way. So, um, you know, if, if, if a company is always just saying, you know, Hey, bye, Hey, here's a new, Hey, here's a new, um, this or new that, you know, that's, that's great. But also too, you know, when can we, you know, can we just buffer that with some different content that's maybe it's just, oh, hey, here's a video we want you to check out or, um, you know, getting some feedback from the email fans themselves, you know, because even though the drop rates, even though the open rates have dropped, the amount of impact email has is still great because you're hitting people directly. Um, The chance of them scrolling past your post uh, is very slim compared to them actually, you know, it, it getting to their inbox. Cause it will get to their inbox. It's just more so will they open it or not. 
Um, so, um, so yeah, I would say, you know, addressing people as people, um, and then also to, um, buffering that content with the content that you want them to check out with other content that's just, Hey, we wanted to bless you with this, or, Hey, we wanted to get your feedback on this. And, and that's some of the things that in the future, I definitely want to implement more of, um, because, you know, we wouldn't be anywhere without the fans, which we don't even call them fans. We call them family because that's what they are. Um, and, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, we, yeah, we wouldn't be anywhere without them. So, uh, you know, if we can, if we can send out, you know, it's nothing to put together an email to send out, um, extra, um, with extra, uh, feedback or extra things. And so you guys will start seeing that soon. We've got some stuff in, in, in the plans, uh, especially for next new projects. So, uh, so you guys will definitely be able to be a little bit more part of what we've got going on. So, okay. Okay, cool. Uh, you know, we were talking about, you know, just telling people you got new stuff to buy. That's one of the, one frustrating thing about some people's email list Mm -hmm. is the only time they ever send an email is if they say, uh, Hey, new merch, Hey, new merch, new merch, new merch. And I'm like, is that it? You just you just wanted my email just to sell me everything, right? And I understand, you know, you got to sustain a business and stuff, but sometimes you just need to give something to the people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, so yeah. things like that are, are very helpful. And because I don't, you know, and, and if I get frustrated enough, I'll just unsubscribe. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I mean. Of course, that's what you don't want to see is the unsubscribe rate just getting higher and higher. <laughs> so then you really yeah. know it's time to change up. Um, in that, in that, in that case. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Now, um, kind of going back to the, uh, co-label manager, we talked about your, uh, kind of your, your marketing role. Uh, what is a co-label manager? What's your kind of role in, in doing that at OMG? Um, there's really not like a, this is what I do as co-label manager and dot, 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 bullet point, bullet point, bullet point. It's just more so of, I've been here for, this is uh, four years going into five. Um, and I, I know everybody, I know the ins and outs, um, pretty much, um, of course, still not on the level of doc, but, um, and, and Derek, but still, um, I pretty much know what's up. (laughs) So it's more so of, um, you know, if there's something that Doc can't take care of today, but really needs me to fill in, I'll, I'll do that. Um, if there's something that's like, I mean, it's just as, as things like making sure that things at the office are straight and um, making sure that, um, you know, connecting with artists, being project manager on some things, um, talking uh, with um people on tours and just things like that. Like just more so of that, like helping the ship stay afloat. (laughs) So, um, uh, you know, what can I do to step in and to do that? Um, um, because we, we, you know, we're trying smooth sailing and we want that. And for right now, it definitely, definitely is that praise the Lord. Um, but you know, just, you know, what, what can I do to just step in and make things, um, go a little bit smoother. So 
Um, I'm very much of a person that's just like, you know, I, if I see I can step in somehow, some way, and I don't even know how to do it, I'm going to learn how to do it. Um, right. And um, I think Doc has seen that in me. And so, um, not I think, I know he has. <laughs> so, uh, so it's just been, you know, random, random things that will come up that just need to be done or taken care of. Like, you know, how are we going to furnish the office? How are we going to, you know, just small things like that um, are really what makes it. Um, I guess that 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 manage, manager uh, side of things, and and then to um, just you know, I guess I would say me and Doc we work pretty tight, and so um, just making sure that the day to day runs pretty smoothly, I would say is the is the biggest thing within. And so, like I said, it can range from small things to big things. So, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. I understand that. It's sometimes uh, you know, especially in today's world. Uh, having that bullet point checklist uh, eventually just one a lot of stuff start blending together and then other stuff comes in so mm-hmm. I can understand how mm-hmm. how that fluctuates and uh, one question I have what is something has there been anything like surprising that you've learned in kind of um, working with RMG or or any like big lesson that you've that's hit you in the past four years uh, that was like a big learning point yes um I could write a book on it, but that's because the, uh, and that's definitely in a, in the, in a super positive light, just as far as like what the Lord has taught me from being here. Um, I can say one thing is to fully trust in him and what he's doing. Um, going from college to a job, um, that was pretty sustainable. Um, to coming here um, was definitely a uh, a faith walk, a faith journey. Um, it's been one of those things where I've seen it grow from. Uh, I'm, you know, seen it grow from. I mean, from internship to full time job, and you know, I definitely wouldn't be where I'm at, or wouldn't be able to be in the position that I'm at, probably even like three years ago. Um, the Lord has blessed this business tremendously. Um, and so therefore, of course, you know, I've been blessed tremendously, um, in a financial sense, but then also too, just in a, in a sense of wisdom. Um, the people that I work with are the most godly, God fearing men that I know. Um, which for me has been even more of a blessing than, um, you know, the, the checks that are cut, um, I am, <clears throat> I'm held um, high at this job just because I'm a, I'm a female really means nothing. And I mean that in the sense of um, if the job needs to be done, it gets done. Um, you know, of course, you know, there are boundaries and those are set up front too. And um, just more so of, um, I've just been blessed to find a, a brother, some brothers that have I mean, that rock with me in and out of life, um, not just at the job, but, you know, they're asking me about just my day to day out even, you know, outside of RMG. So I would say the biggest thing is that I came in um, looking for, um, you know, how can I advance? How can I get? And it's just been one of those things where the Lord has just been like, just rest here, um, work hard here, um, but rest here because I've got some plans for you. So. Um, he's definitely um, 
taking me on some crazy rides and show me some cool things uh, while being here. Uh, and But I would say the biggest thing he, he said is to trust, uh, trust him, especially in those times where, um, you know, money is tight, life is tight, everything is tight. And, you know, it comes out on the other side of Derek's biggest record that's ever come out or something like that. So there's there's definitely wins. Um, there, there have been a lot of wins in the time that I've been here. Um, and um, and yeah, he just keeps keeps blessing the business and blessing my life. So so that's probably the biggest thing. Uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, one thing you said in there that I'd love for you to hit on a little, just a little bit. You don't have to go into all the details, but you said boundaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you're, you know, you're a woman there and you know, surrounded by a lot of guys. Uh, if you could share just for the folks out there, because I, I believe there's wisdom in that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one thing I do want to point out on the show was wisdom. What are some of those boundaries that you think are, are really important to have? Yeah, I think um, I'd say like right off the jump, um, some things are we try to um, make sure that like, you know, there's, there's, when we go out of town, um, you know, I have my own, they have their own. There's no reason for us to ever be, um, you know, just necessarily just staying in the same, um, you know, same spot. Um, and that's definitely not, I already know, you know, nothing would ever happen. It's just more so, of, you know, for, um, um, I respect each and every guy there. I respect each and every, um, each and every person at RMG and their families. And, you know, it's just, I love that, you know, we're able to, um, it's really, it's really like unwritten rules, but it's just more so of like, they just, we just abide by them and there's really no issue there. You know, if we need to pay for an extra hotel room because I'm coming along, that's no big deal. Um, you know, it, it just, it, and it's clockwork, which I love, um, that it's not something where it's like, oh, oh, well we have to, it's no, oh, we're going to, um, which, um, for me is so beneficial. Um, just, um, you know, especially since, you know, I'm, I am in a male dominated field and, um, and you know, that's okay. Uh, but yeah, just, I would say that that's definitely one of those, um, boundaries that, um, they have made sure to uphold and, um, you know, we, we've never really truly like sat down and discussed it. <laughs> it's just more so it just, you know, that's just the, the men that they are. Um, and they right. know, and you know, they, they definitely, I mean, they do things like make sure, you know, still to this day, make sure I get to my car, um, you know, make sure that, um, even like at our, at our office, um, um, we pay for me to be able to park in the garage so I'm not having to go out on the street at night when I leave or things like that. So it's just little things like that where it's like, you know, they're making sure that um, because, you know, I am a female um, of the group that I'm taking care of. Um, but at the same time, it's really not a, oh, Richard's the female, so we're going to not do this or we're going to, it's really not anything that's like um, broadcasted which is fantastic. <laughs> I love that part. It's just more so understood. That's awesome. I know. And I think, you know, in, in a world of, you know, I guess Christian music, uh, Christian hip hop in particular, because it's still such a growing field. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people would worry about those extra costs uh, that they just seem to, you know, be willing to absorb. And, so the fact that they do that without question is uh, is, is really incredible. 
And um, and again, like I said, I knew you know Doc was a, a really uh, spectacular guy, and it sounds like everybody else is too. So uh, I think that's great because I know you know not too long ago we just had that huge um, what was the CHH feminism CHH sexism what, what was it sexism uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure you're you're fairly well. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, now I can't speak for everybody, and I will not speak right. for everybody, um, because I do know that there have been women that have gone through things within uh, within Christian hip hop within the church. Um, um, the Lord has shielded me from some of those things, um, which I'm very thankful for. But that doesn't mean that it's not happening. Um, so. Um, I, I, it was hard. I mean, I saw it happening. It was hard for me to give my two cents um, just because, you know, it necessarily hasn't, I guess, in the forefront happened to me. Um, but at the same time, you know, I hear those stories from other sisters of, you know, being shut out of tours because they're a woman or um, not being brought on to um, different, you know, different projects because of who they are. Um, and yeah, I, I just don't necessarily co-sign with those things, but, um, but yeah, it's more so of, um, you know, I, I, I feel like I haven't truly experienced a lot of that. Um, but, um, because I know that other people have, I'll rally with them. So, um, but yeah, I do think that it is something that just needs, I mean, it's a discussion that definitely needs to be had. Um, and, um, but at the same time too, like, I, I'm, I'm thankful that I'm not, in in the area in the the space that I'm in at RMG that I'm not um, shut down because of I'm a woman. <laughs> um, right. Um, if I you know if if I don't get to do something, it's because um, either a somebody's already taken care of it, or b um, it's delegated to somebody else, or you know it's just not my time to do something. Like that's it's it's it. It's um, or it's not my skill set. You know, and it's never been because you know. Oh, she's a girl. So, um, so yeah, yeah. Um, I think, um, you know, it's, it's definitely an issue, but, um, but yeah, I pray that, you know, the Lord just starts opening eyes and hearts to, um, to, um, to, um, yeah, just starts opening eyes and hearts, um, uh, within this community of people. So. Right. Right. Uh, I do want to ask this. I didn't plan on it, but because of the, the, the subject matter, if you had to go to Derek and Doc and whoever else is in charge um, uh, of this call, uh, if you had to pick a lady to join RMG, oh, who would you pick? Oh, um, it's interesting. Yeah, so you're you're saying artist wise, right? Right. Okay. Um, it's interesting because I mean, we there's there's always talks. There's always talks. I can say that for sure. There's always talks of. Um, you know, oh, this person's dope. Oh, that person's dope. And we've worked with a lot of women. May not be on the forefront, but we definitely have worked with a lot of women. Um, and that I love to. Um, you know, I've got, I've worked. Um, my friend Jasmine has worked with me um, here at RMG. She's not with us anymore, but she's one the one of the greatest. Um, and um, another friend of mine, Mimi, um, also another one of the greatest. Um, and you know, I've got some. Uh, uh, new ladies that we work with, Anna and Rochelle, um, uh, within the team. So there's definitely ladies that are on the back end of things. Um, 
Um, also, too, shout out to Victoria over at Kick the Concrete. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, I could, I mean, I could go on all day. Uh, Amanda, <laughs> Butterbee, I mean, just go on all day. There's gotcha, so many gotcha. great, um, great women that we already work with. Um, but as far as artists go, you're putting me on the spot <laughs> because, uh, because I want to, you know, I, I see a lot of artists out there and I personally have worked with some, some women, um, just, just on my own as far as like marketing and things like that go. But, um, to be signed, I know you want me to name drop, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Right. Just, I will say this, people. though. I will say, if you are looking to be a female signed to any label, come with it. Like, that's just what's really going to set you apart is coming with it. Um, you know, if, if um, you know, you're making dope music um, and you have that work ethic um, and you also are... I mean, on fire for the Lord and just like, it's a combination of those three things and a little bit of timing. <laughs> so, um, I would say those things. And, you know, if you can, if there's, if there's a team championing you as far as like, um, not necessarily a team, but like, if you've got a, you know, some fans championing you, we'll hear about it. So, um, you know, what it's just more so of, um, you know, when, when the timing is right and, uh, and, uh, yeah, that, that one to catch, catch our eye, but that doesn't mean our eye isn't, isn't on anybody. So that's where I'll leave that at. Uh, but, um, gotcha. yeah. So y'all yeah. look at people all the time. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now I want to ask you something in terms of marketing. Um, I don't know if it's, uh, I don't know if it's really noticeable or if there is any way to really talk about it, but mm -hmm. uh, one of the huge things in, in terms of um, being able to support, I guess, women in CHH is talking about fan base, bringing fans in. But one thing that I've had in conversations uh, kind of behind, well, not behind closed doors, but just with people mm -hmm. in groups is um, the kind of the the appeal being less for those who are married in the music industry. Mm, mm -hmm. uh, just from your personal opinion, do you think with having a whole lot of married Christian artists that that might hurt the appeal some? Do mm. you feel like? I don't think so. Um, because I feel and like I mean men or women, men, men or women. Say that again. I mean, men or women, not just men. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think so, especially in in this subgenre. Um, I think now this now this is gets into a lot of my personal opinion. I feel like uh, the fact that you know marriage is I would say I would think majority of artists I guess on your bigger platforms now within CHH are married, um, but um, I would say that that lends to um, good leadership and um, or it leads to good, it is a good leadership. Um, and, um, you know, gives a different perspective, um, for us that are single, but also too, I think, um, you know, there's, especially in the, in the, the guys that are, and girls that are rising up. Um, I feel like, um, there are a lot of single ones out there too. So, um, so yeah, I, I think that it really, I don't see how it can, I, it doesn't affect me personally. Um, you know, I, I do think that uh, it could, 
you know, it, it may, it may alien a little bit of the fan base, but at the same time, it's just like, okay, you know, you look at your life and are you being, you know, um, poured into by, you know, there's great single people that are poured into and great married people that, that pour into you too. So, um, you know, I think that that shouldn't hinder, shouldn't hinder the, the movement. Um, based on okay, okay. marital status, <laughs> I hope not. So, uh, so yeah. Yeah, I just uh, I don't know for sure because I haven't really looked into it myself. But mm-hmm. I, I did hear there was one artist who stopped wearing a wedding ring, mm-hmm. and people were trying to figure out why that was. Mm-hmm. And that might have been one of the suggestions that came up was maybe, you know, being married seemed like it might have been a hindrance to a, a wider fan base i guess okay but i'm not okay. saying that is i'm mm-hmm. not saying who the artist was mm-hmm. it was just something that came up and i just want to get your opinion on it because you know it's good to have opinion from uh from married and single people yeah yeah but i also think too and i'll take this time to say this is that like you know within chh i feel like there is very um judgmental <laughs> and yes, yes. Uh, we have no idea what's going on outside of what we see on our phones majority of the time um so you know you have no idea why that person took a photo without their wedding ring you never know their finger could have been swollen for all of you know you have no <laughs> idea um so you know it's very easy to jump to conclusions but um but yeah i would say you know a lot of times um, people's personal lives do come out through the music because that's what music's for. Um, but I would also say too, like, um, there definitely needs to be, um, more grace within this genre as well. Um, uh, I'd say for the most part, it's very easy to point the finger. Um, especially when all you see is a tweet or all you see is a Instagram post, but you really never know what's going on on the other side of things. Um, so, um, just remember that these artists are people too. They're not just um, out here robots doing things that you know are, I tell them to do, and they you know they just do them. Uh, they are people right. as well, and they have feelings and they have emotions, and we are all sinners. And you know, thankfully the Lord has come through and saved, but still you know we wrestle with that every day. So um, I would say that that's awesome. That's a that was that's probably the biggest factor I see that people forget is that. Um, you know, artists are people. They're not um, superstars. Um, they do everything just like you do. Uh, they just happen to have a microphone in front of them some of the time. So, so yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think it's just great wisdom. You know, just remembering that one, they're people. Two, you have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. Would it be a physical ailment? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of things that that can take um, effect in that, and so. Uh, just, you know, one more thing. Uh, what is, you know, is there anything coming up in, I guess, RMG that has you excited? Um, yeah. you know, what, what, what are you looking forward to next and what's going on uh, there at RMG? Yes. So um, Derek Miner's new album is coming out soon. <laughs> we haven't officially <laughs> said when yet, but very, very soon, sooner than most people probably expect. Um, and, um, I'm not sure when this, the time that this will be out, but, um, but yeah, it, it will be out soon. So, um, I'm very excited to, 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 um, to get that ramped up and get going and just see the, the, the impact that it has. It definitely, um, I say this all the time, but it's (laughs) 
my favorite from him. Um, and it's just going to get a lot of people talking. Um, it's going to be a lot of people talking. Uh, and uh, that's what we want. And so, uh, yeah, I'm very excited about this one coming up. But we've got some some other good things coming, too. Um, Canon has some stuff coming. Um Dirage is working too, Tony's working, Byron's working, everybody's working, so all new stuff is coming. Um, but um, but yeah, I would say uh the 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 for sure the, the next step thing is, is Derek's album. So um yeah. so yeah, I'm very excited about that. Uh, well I know I'm definitely excited. Uh I've been a fan of, you know, Derek Minor back, you know, in the pro days. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah it's so I've funny been too. Excited. I'll throw this in there real quick too. Like I was a fan first. So like, I'm still like (laughs) when he, like he was in the office yesterday and I just like, I always have to think like, this is life and this is my friend, but still I'm a huge, like huge fan. And that's with all of them. Um, like I just sometimes like, you know, we'll have like get togethers or whatever. And I just have to remember it. Like, you know, yes, these are my friends, but at the same time, like I'm, like fangirling on the inside because like these I'm also like fans of these guys so um yeah I had I had the same uh kind of the same thing whenever I went down to meet the guys at track stars Atlanta <laughs> uh, I was a fan of the show way before I ever made contact and uh then you know we Skype call uh amongst the team for a while and when I finally went down there and I was in the studio I was like hey go on. And, you know, they would never ask me my opinion on stuff and, um, you know, get my thoughts mm-hmm. and, you know, and they valued my opinions. And, and so that takes it to a whole nother level because then it's like they trust what I think. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, I mean, yeah. And the track stars guys are great, too. I'm a fan of them. I listen every week. Like, make, like you know, um, everybody, Ryan, Sean, all of them are fantastic people. So, um yeah, definitely a fan of that too. So, and I, that's what I love about this being within CHH is, you know, it's not hard to reach people. Um, and also, too, um, you know, the, the people that you love on stage are also praying for you. The people behind the scenes are praying for you. Like, it's not just a what you see on the outside. Like, we have the Lord working for us too. And so that, that gives us a little bit more of a. Just not a little bit, a, a lot, you know, a lot of a uh, uh, definitely more of the um, just lean on him for things. And, you know, not necessarily just looking to what we can do, what marketing plan can be the bomb. Like, ooh, what can we do? It's like, oh, OK, I can do so much. And then let me let the Lord take the rest. And that I, I love about being here um, is that, you know, we allow him to work and he does he does some crazy, amazing stuff. So. I agree. Well, I appreciate you taking the time. Yo, and, thank uh, you. Thank interview. you so much. Uh, I appreciate where can, it. Where can people reach you at? If they're just curious to see um, see what you're doing and, and keep up with what you got going on. Yeah. So um, everywhere you can find me, Risha Leandra, uh, L-E-O-N-D-R-A, uh, Risha Leandra on Twitter, Instagram, um, website, RishaLeandra.com. Um, and yeah, I mean, if, and if any of you guys are looking for like marketing help or anything like that, I do consultations. Um, so just DM me and I'll respond back. So. All righty. Well, Risha, uh, again, appreciate the wisdom, the knowledge. I love the story and, uh, just giving some extra, um, extra reinforcing, (laughs) 
reinforcement, uh, affirmation, <laughs> reinforcement, affirmation to the uh, you know because I've heard a lot about the guys over there RMG. Oh yeah, and uh, and so you know just hearing all this extra stuff just kind of reaffirms that. And, um, and yeah, looking forward to seeing what RMG puts out. And now I know when I get the emails and when I, I see the different rollouts, I've spoken with the person who was yeah. uh, heavily involved in that. Yes, that's yes, awesome. you will. Yes, that's, that's me. So, yeah. And if you see anything, uh, you know, send <laughs> any feedback, send it to me. You know who to send that to now, too. So, uh, so definitely. We're always looking to grow, always looking to get better. So. All right. Well, I appreciate you. God bless. Hey, thank you. Same to you. Alrighty, that was an interview with Risha Chesterfield from RMG. Uh, really grateful that she took the time to be able to do the interview. Uh, you know, all these different areas of business are extremely important. There's so many people that are doing things behind the scenes that you don't know. And another reason why I wanted uh, to not necessarily always have business owners, but even the people behind the scenes to see how much work goes into running a business because. A lot of these business owners don't have their hands on in every area of the business. And so just hearing up front, you know, if you want to own a record label like RMG, you have to know all the moving pieces that are involved. And so that's another reason why I wanted to kind of do some of these interviews with people who work within a company so you can get those, uh, just the idea of how it functions from all different types of angles. And so I appreciate her taking the time to share that. And I also got to say, the way that she kind of broke down uh, the way that the team at RMG, you know, treats her as a lady, uh, the kind of things that they put in place, you know, to, to kind of help her make sure she's protected, whether it's on a physical level from uh, the parking garage and all sorts of different areas. These are things that we also need to keep in mind, too, because, you know, you, you need more than just a bunch of guys at a business because people have different perspectives. Women see things differently from men. So you need to have different demographics um, or a different group of uh, demographics on your team, people from different cultures. Uh, you know, unless you're extremely niched down to a very specific culture. But something like this, you definitely want to have more ideas in the pot rather than just you and people who think just like you or people who are just like you. And so um, that was a uh, great information as well, even though it wasn't really planned. Uh, that wasn't part of my intentions on the interview, but I'm glad she shared it. And it's another reason why whenever I do interviews, I try to be more laid back about it. So things flow out naturally. And so, you know, that's, that's just a way that I've kind of uh, addressed or went into interviews uh, with that type of mindset. So uh, it paid off really great this time. But anyway, uh, before we round this off, uh, just real quick, I do want to shout out Track Stars. Uh, if you don't know, this is a part or this show is a part of the Track Stars podcasting network. So make sure you check out Debate Fuel, the Track Stars podcast, and the Clean Ears podcast, uh, which is an all lady group. So, uh, so for you ladies out there, if you're looking for some other, uh, you know, women podcast to check out, uh, that's a great one. So make sure you do that. Debate Fuel is a sports podcast. So you can check that out as well. Uh, and the whole team over there, Trackstar Sports, is is growing phenomenally. Phenomenally. There you go. Said that a little bit better the second time. But yeah, uh, patron Aaron Simpkins, truestrengthapparel.com. Y'all make sure you go check him out. Uh, he actually has a shirt. I think it's on the website. Solomon's Porch Podcast t-shirt. That's actually another shirt that I do on the side uh, apart from this. So if you want to check that out, that's another thing you could check out that I'm involved in. And I really have fun doing that one because that's just me being laid back, 
chill. And then we even talk about some Bible stuff. Like we actually have some Bible study on that one. So if you're interested in something like that, let me know. I'll send you a link. And I think that's pretty much it for the show this week. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Uh, if you share, that'd be awesome. If you want to give us some feedback on iTunes, that'd be great. Uh, I do have some reviews up there, which I honestly didn't know that until about three months ago. I had no idea anybody had left a review. And uh, so I'm grateful for all of you that have. And uh, if you're willing to go up there and leave one, that'd be phenomenal. But just listen to this show really means a lot to me. Uh, time is valuable and you took your time to check it out. So I thank you for that. And, uh, and I don't want to round out the show by letting you know. Uh, this is the corny tagline that I put at the end of this. Uh, I want to know what you think. I don't know. I thought it was corny at first. And then I was thinking, no, I think it's all right. But, uh, but you know, always remember that the more you learn, the more you know. And then the more you know, the more you grow. Thanks and God bless. <laughs>